three students had just graduated, and they had just gotten through their graduation ceremony, and they were out on the town celebrating their graduation. Problem is, they got drunk. When they woke up, they woke up in jail, only to find out that they were going to be executed the next morning for something that they had supposedly done the night before, but they couldn't remember any of it for the life of them. Well, the next day, the, the first college student is strapped to the electric chair, and they asked if, that, if they had any last words. Well, they said, yes, I just graduated from a Bible college. I am innocent, and I believe in the power of Almighty God to intervene on the behalf of the innocent. They throw the switch, and nothing happens. So they all immediately fall to the floor on their knees, beg for forgiveness from the student, and then release them. The second student is then strapped to the electric chair and gives their last words. They said, I just graduated from law school, and I believe in the power of justice to intervene on the part of the innocent. The switch is flipped, and once again, nothing happens. So again, they all fall to their knees and beg for forgiveness and release that that college student. The third one gets strapped in. They ask the third one if they have any last words. They said, yes, I graduated from technical school, and I'm telling you all right now, no one's going to electrocute anybody if you don't plug this thing in. (laughs) Okay, one more. John, he just graduated from high school, and he wanted a motorcycle really bad, but his parents told him, you can't buy a motorcycle until you graduate, and you have to graduate with straight A's. So Johnny worked his tail off in his high school years, and the day came when he graduated summa cum laude, straight A's, and the first thing he's going to do, he's going to go buy his motorcycle. So he went to the store, bought a motorcycle, super fast, top-of-the-line motorcycle, so he puts on, he's been dreaming about this day for so long, he puts on his white t-shirt, he thinks he's James Dean, right, he's got his jean jacket, he puts on his mirrored sunglasses, his fancy uh, boots, and, and uh, hops on his motorcycle and starts driving around town looking for somebody that he can race, and he can't find anybody, he's been driving around all day. It starts to turn dust now, and he's about ready to go home, so as he turns down the street to go home, all of a sudden, this guy in this moped pulls up right next to him. So here you got Johnny looking all cool in this motorcycle, but this kid on this moped pulls up to him, looks exactly opposite. Johnny's on this powerful motorcycle. This kid's on this little moped. And he's the epitome of what I would look like in high school. I mean, he, he, he just looked like a nerd. I mean, he, he had the, the thick glasses on. He had the pants pulled up and he had suspenders on, the whole deal. Johnny thought, well, it isn't exactly what I wanted for my first race. However... I'll take what I can get. I can't find anybody else. So the light turns green and Johnny takes off. He just throttles it and he is gone like that. Like he hits from zero to 60 in in three seconds. And he was just almost laughing to himself when he was thinking about all the smoke that 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 nerd behind him on the moped was eating from from all the dust that he created from 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 the race. And before you know it, suddenly, like a flash, that kid on that moped went flying past him faster than if it seemed like the Johnny even took off from the stoplight in the first place. And Johnny thought, oh, no, 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 this can't be happening. This cannot be happening. So all of a sudden, Johnny guns it again. He kicks into second gear, and he takes off third gear. Next thing you know what, wham, he goes flying past this, this kid on this moped. Slows down and thinks, okay, well, I got him that time. And just a few moments later, that kid in the moped goes flying past him again. 
Now Johnny has had enough. He says, there is no way I am letting a nerd on a moped beat me on my brand new motorcycle. So once again, he throttles that thing and he just takes off. And moments later, like the other two times, this kid goes on the moped, just goes flying right past him as fast as he had taken off in the first place. Distraught, Johnny pulls on the side of the road throws his bike down, begins to kick his bike, said, for all these years I worked for straight A's to get this bike. I wanted the fastest bike out there. And the very first race I get in, I lose to a nerd on a moped. And while he's sitting there, sitting on the ground by his dented, beat-up, thrown motorcycle on the ground, this nerd in the moped comes pulling up right next to him. Oh, the look of tear on his face. His hair is straight back. And, and he says, he gets up and looks over at John, and he says, oh, I'm glad you finally stopped. My suspenders got stuck on the back of your motorcycle, and I've been trying to get. (laughs) Happy graduation, everybody. I thought I would give you some graduation humor at this time of the season. I'm going to show you how to operate in the spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifer? This episode actually is brought to you by Tivolio Benet, T-I-V-O-G-L-I-O-B-E-N-A. It's a it's this amazing, amazing bed and breakfast out in New Richmond, Wisconsin. And I'll tell you what, it is worth checking it out. I will leave all the information for them in the show notes, but it this bed and breakfast, it's 150 years old. The town was basically taken out, I think, in 1899 by a by a cyclone, and this was one of the only houses that that survived. And uh, you you come in here, and it it's just like it if they, they've redone everything to like it was 150 years ago. And you're sitting out on the porch, and you're just, I mean, it's just fantastic. And I am here uh, with a client, and we're working on a brand new project that we're we're creating. I mean, we're creating a brand new thing, inventing a brand new thing called archiving, and we will give you the results of that down the road here as soon as we, we start getting it. But we're just, we've just been doing some massive recording, and so we came to Tivoli Benet and have been doing all this recording of all these videos, and we've been doing some archiving of Jeff's life. So that's what I've been doing, and I'm, but I'm trying to, in the midst of all that, I'm trying to put together a podcast really quick that I can get out to you guys. And I thought I would share something since it's graduation season. You know, we already did a Father's Day episode, and, and it's graduation. So we got all sorts of graduates, either graduate or are going to graduate real soon. And I thought I'd just throw out a little bit something for our graduates because you guys deserve it. You're amazing, and we appreciate all the hard work that you do to head in the direction that you need to go and then the career that you need to go, and you're going to make our world a better place. And so our hats go off to you, and I want to do an episode for you and honor you and so maybe you would <laughs> maybe you would say those two jokes in the beginning were the opposite of honoring you <laughs> i hope i hope you enjoyed those jokes as much as i did but 
neither here nor there. I just wanted to throw out some <laughs> some graduation humor, even though it might be questionable to some of you whether it's humor or not. But I wanted to share with you something that I that I gave my son about a week or so ago. I woke up with this concept, with this idea, and so I went in his room and just sat down and shared it with him. And And about a day or so later, I thought, you know what? I'd like to share that with all the graduates out there. Um, all the happy lifers out there that have graduated or have graduates, or maybe you can, if you know somebody who's graduating, you know, you can send this to them, but this isn't just for graduates. It really, it's for all of us, but particularly for those that have graduated, I want to do something special for you. So I went into my son's room and I asked him to draw a circle um, on a piece of paper. Do you have any paper? And he didn't have any paper, but it was perfect because he had these uh, sticky notes smiley faces so they're already in a circle and there were smiley faces how perfect is that so I had him take two of those and on one of them I I said I want you to pretend that this circle this smiley face is all the knowledge that you will acquire in your lifetime what I want you to do is I want you to determine where's all that knowledge going to come from for instance you know, your elementary years, when you're in elementary school, draw a piece of pie on that circle that that represents the amount of all the knowledge that you'll learn in your life, you will learn in elementary school. And then put down junior high, put down high school as well, make a separate piece of pie for high school, and then maybe do college. How much of that, how much of that circle, how big of a piece of pie will fit that whole circle. How much knowledge of your whole life that you'll ever attain comes from those years that you spent in college? Then what about, you know, your mid-20s? And then I said, draw another piece for your 30s, draw another piece for your 40s, and maybe 50s and beyond. And so each piece of the pie that's on there represents how much knowledge you would guesstimate that you're going to learn from all these different areas of your life. Then I had him take the secondary circle, smiley face there. And I said, now I want you to do the same thing, but with the people you're going to learn from or the ways that you will learn. For instance, how big of a piece of pie would you cut out of that second circle that you get from books? Maybe make one for podcast. Uh, How much of your your knowledge are you going to get from friends? How big of that piece of pie will that be? How much of your knowledge will you get from your parents? How much knowledge will, be, will you get from teachers? How much knowledge will you get from neighbors? How much knowledge will you get from employers? How about employees and everything that we could possibly think of? You've got to think of all the people or all the things that you will learn and get knowledge from. Maybe write them down on another sheet of paper somewhere, but then cut that circle up into pieces and, and have those pieces represent the amount of knowledge that you would guesstimate that you will get from those sources and those in- information. Then I had him look at those. And before I tell you what, what we did next, I want to just go back to uh, a movie scene that I saw a long time ago when my oldest boy, who's now 25, was probably about 12 or 13 years old. And I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, but I'll repeat it again because I think it bears repeating. It was the movie called RV with Robin Williams. And the very first scene of the movie Robin Williams is sitting there beside his, his daughter's bed, and she's probably just six years old, something like that. And he's got socks on his hands, and you know Robin Williams, he's making all these noises, and he's doing a puppet show for his daughter right beside, you know, over the side of the bed there. And she's laughing and giggling, and he's tickling her, and they're, they're just having a cool parent 
child moment. And that's something good to go back to, too, like with the whole graduation thing. Maybe you're a parent of a graduate or, or a guardian of a graduate or, or you have some graduates that you've been very close to in life and you've had that moment. And, and so it's, it's kind of good to think about those moments that, you know, when they were just that, that young innocent toddler, you know, that used to think the world of you and still do think the world of you, but they're probably just not going to tell you now because they're involved in so many other things, so many other people. They got the friends and things like that, which is kind of what we're going with in this podcast. But anyway, the very first scene is he's playing with his daughter and she's laughing and giggling and everything. And there's a really cool parent child moment there. And all of a sudden his daughter looks at him and says, daddy, I don't ever want to get married. And dad looked a little, you know, concerned like that. He says, well, why not, sweetheart? Why would you want to get married? She, says, she said, because I want to live here and be your best friend forever. Aw. I just wanted to pause right there. Because <laughs> that's a good moment. <laughs> that fades so quickly, right? And even in the movie, it didn't even fade to black. It cut to black. And the very next scene of the movie, the daughter has grown up. She's in the back seat of the car. Dad's in the front seat of the car. She's got her knees up on the back of his chair, and she's calling her dad. She said, Dad, you can't even, you are so lame. And she's just cutting him down. That same daughter who a decade or more years later said, Daddy, I don't ever want to get married. Now she's saying, Dad, you are so lame. That's why I wanted to pause in that moment. I remember for me personally <laughs> when one of my boys, I, I showed up at the, you know, we we're having his birthday party and I was out getting the snacks or whatever. And I show up and a lot of the kids had already arrived. And all of a sudden my son said, oh, good. Now the party will really begin. I overheard him and I will never forget that moment. I will never forget that moment. But I don't, I don't know. He's, I don't got, you know, my boys are 19, 21, and 25 now, so I don't always hear the, oh, good, dad's here. <laughs> so that's why I pause in that moment. I came home after that movie, and I went to my son. I said, son, we're going to movie. He's like, what? I said, yeah, we're going to movie. You have to see this movie. And his mom said, <laughs> you know, my wife said, what are you talking about? It's a school night. He can't go to movie now. And I said, okay, yeah, you got a point there, but we are going to go see this movie soon. Because uh, I want to show you how teenagers can react before you become one. I, you know, on the way to the movie theater, I was telling him, you know, several days later, I was telling him, listen, I'm going to show you what teenagers can act like. And I'm telling you, it that is not acceptable in this house. And I shared that with some of my friends who, who had kids a little bit older than mine and, and had, had kind of gone through that. And they told me, listen, you can slow that down, but you can't stop it. And they were, now that my kids are all grown up, they're, they're, they're kind of right there. But I just wanted them to see what, you know, I mean, their world begins to change because they begin to get ready to leave and become adults of their own and live on their own. And so that's a natural process of separating from mom and dad. It's very natural. It's very normal. So back to the two circles that have already been split up into pieces of the pie where they're going to learn their information. The first smiley face, this first circle is all about the times that you're going to learn the most. Are they going to be from, you know, when you're in elementary school, you're zero to 10 or you're 10 to 20, or are they going to be when you're in the high school? They're going to be, you know, in your young adult years. So the first one is about the timing of life when you're going to learn your things. The second circle was about the people and the places that you're going to learn that wisdom from. And I said, so I looked at the first one, my son, I said, now what I want you to do is I want you to shade in the sliver that says friends, that 
all the wisdom I'm ever going to receive is going to come from my friends. And I want you to shade that in. So he shaded that in. They said, now take out that other circle. And I want you to shade in the section that says all the things you're ever going to learn, you're going to learn in high school. I want you to shade that in. See if I can explain this. You take the second circle, the second pie that has all the places you're going to learn from. And high school is a small portion of it. Let's say high school is only 5% of it. Let's say maybe it's 50% of it. If high school, if you're going to learn most of your wisdom from high school, but it's 50% of the total pie of your whole life, well, then the second circle is only 50% of the size of the normal pie, right? So then you're, you're cutting it down that slice of pie, let's say on the, on the first circle where I'm going to learn from my friends. Well, if you're in high school now, you can learn from your friends and that's only 50% of your learning. Now you take that sliver of pie and it gets twice as small, if that makes sense. In other words, I said, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm making sense anyway. It is in my mind, but trying to explain it through words is a little bit more difficult. Anyhow, basically what I was saying was the amount of learning, the wisdom that you're going to learn that comes from being in high school right at this time of your life and or even college, this time, these few years in your life when you're in high school or college, and then that size, you put it in with the amount of the slice of your pie that says the amount of wisdom you're going to learn from your friends. I said, that's kind of a small slice of life. And I said, here's the deal, son. And graduates, I want to tell you the same thing. Over the next few years, you're going to make some of the most important decisions of your life. You're going to decide what kind of a person you want to be. You're going to decide what kind of career you want to pursue. You're going to decide where you want to go to college or where you want to live. You're going to decide who you're going to marry what kind of a family you want to have, maybe how many children you want to have. I mean, right now, as you're going into your your young adult years, all these huge decisions are happening. And I told him, I said, that slice of pie that happens to do with high school or college and your friends learning from that, that small slice, I said, don't just get your wisdom to do these most important decisions of your life. Don't take all your wisdom from just that small slice. In other words, You know, Einstein said, no problem. I'm not talking about this being a problem here, but it's kind of the same concept. He said, no problem is ever solved from the same level of awareness that created it. And like I said, I'm not saying this is a problem, but I'm saying that when you're making big decisions, you don't just want to go to your peers, to your friends. Those are on the same peer level of you, especially when, when it comes to all the wisdom that you could possibly obtain in life. That's such a small slice of that pie of wisdom. I said, look at all the people in your life and all the things in your life that you can get wisdom from, the books, the podcasts, the parents. Don't be afraid to go to them. And maybe it was a call out to my son, but what I was really saying to my son was, son, and I've worked with youth for three decades now. And so, you know, most of my life I've been working with teenagers more than three decades, honestly. I've either been a teenager, I've been working with them and and oftentimes I've noticed that, you know, when I worked with, with teenagers, oftentimes or young adults, they would go to their friends to decide what kind of person they want to be, what kind of job they want to have, where they want to live, what kind of person they want to marry. And I understand all that. But what I'm saying is I think a wiser choice would be to include all the areas that you can obtain wisdom from. And your parents or your guardians know you very well. 
and listen to them. Don't just make up your mind and then go tell your parents or your guardians or these teachers in your life and then go tell them this is what I'm going to do. But maybe it would be better, I told my son, to go to these people before you make that decision and say, I, I'm thinking of going here and I have to hand it to my son. I mean, that's what he's been doing. I mean, he, he kind of wants to go into the, to an area of schooling and he came and talked to his parents about it. You know, what do you guys think? And I said, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Don't just listen to your friends right now, but make sure you get a bigger picture from other people that know you, that watch you grow up, that are maybe a few um, more than just a few months ahead of you in life. Maybe they're a few years or a generation or two ahead of you. And I'm not saying you have to do what they do, but I'm saying I want you to collect the wisdom from them and glean through that wisdom to make some of the choices that you're going to make now in the next few months, next couple of years. So graduates, there's a lot of people out there that love you dearly. You're very important to them. Let them be a part of some of these decisions. Don't feel like you got to make those decisions on your own. And maybe you're in a situation where you feel like you don't have any adults in your life. There's somebody somewhere that can help you. Somebody in your school that would love to pour into you. There's other places to get wisdom from, from people that have lived a little bit longer than you and lived right. You know, just because someone's older doesn't necessarily mean they're more mature in some areas. (laughs) As I look in the mirror here in my Tivolio Benet bed and breakfast room. I'm not always the most mature person, but what I'm trying to say say is is that that allow other people, allow other things, pull from a, a, a wide array of wisdom as you decide who you're going to marry, who you're going to be, what kind of career you're going to have, and it's not like you, you you know once you make that decision you can't change your major or anything like that. But I'm just saying let people that are a few steps in front of you let them know what's going on in your life. Let them in on what you're thinking, and I think you'll make a better, more well-rounded choices, especially now when these choices matter so much to the rest of your amazing life, and that's what it's going to be. It's going to be an amazing life, and for many of you that, that have grown up in situations where you have a hard time believing that, I'm telling you, life is amazing And a lot of that has to do with our perspective. And I just want you to hear it from somebody else. I believe in you. You're going to make it. Life is going to be amazing. Believe that. Believe that. Because you are valuable. Our world needs you. Thank you for all that you've done for us and are going to do for us and our generation. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy and you will be happy too so i hope that helps thank you so much for listening 